0: You're
1: listening to the Packer Net Podcast Network.
0: Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Yes, our wide end or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet. To get an isolation with the with the linebacker. We sell the tackle, take the defensive end if he's over, and if he's not. To drive down on the first man who is inside. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker here, he comes all the way around. If you look at this play we're trying to get him to seal here, and a seal here, and try to run this play in the alley.
2: What's up, guys? Welcome into Packers Total Access. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. You can email us, PackersTotalAccess at gmail.com. You can text us, 865 658 5824. I'm joined alongside Emilio down in Tennessee, and we're here to do a little chalk talk segment for you guys tonight. We're going to break down uh, the game flow aspect, the crucial plays, if you will, in the huge win over the Minnesota Vikings. I'll tell you, we're usually coming away, the goal is always 10 plays. We came. We, we usually come away with about 15 to 17. This time we came away with nine. And then we got a couple of other little uh, little tidbits to add to it as well. But, Emilio, how you doing tonight, buddy?
1: Good, man. Good, Nick. I was excited. We talked about it this morning. I got, got thinking about Chalk Talk. I uh, was ready for it, man, for sure.
2: I tell you, it makes the day go by a lot quicker. I, I look forward to that episode every week. I'm going to try to do some historical chalk talk in the offseason, too. I think that would be Ooh, fun.
1: That'll like, be a blast.
2: Imagine going back to the Super Bowl victory there in 2010 and breaking down like the 10 key plays and mm-hmm. what did they actually do and, and being able to see kind of the cyclical nature of the play right. call day as opposed to then and all that. So, and into uh, that, that
1: point, was, same, same thing with where we're heading now. I mean, second time we're playing the Vikings, or I'm sorry, second time we played the Vikings, what I meant uh, last week on that chalk talk. And then this would be this will be the second time coming into the Bears. Uh, yeah. You take that four game saturation and the uh, the previous uh, matchup. If you want to, you know, the, the chat wants to do it. Go back and watch Week One's chalk talk of the Bears and see where we're at now. See, honestly, I mean, I might even just swing back over there. I might see that. They, right? <laughs> see where the team's at. Um, just progress wise, not even the plays. Just how do we look as a team?
2: Yeah, for sure, man. There's a couple of things that stick out to me from that game. One of them was LVN just absolutely ragdolling Justin Fields on the sideline. Oh, that was probably that my was favorite great. play.
1: yes. Yeah.
2: So, And mm-hmm. lo and behold, it looks like Preston Smith's a little banged up, so we may see some LVN. But yeah. before we get into the Chalk Talk segment, we're going to give you guys the injury update real quick. I know people are listening on the pod, and sometimes Chalk Talk's hard to keep up with where you don't have the visualization here in front of you. So we'll give you a little bit of information as far as the injury update. Jair spoke and Matt LaFleur spoke really, really briefly. I just want to kind of hit on the Jair situation before we move into Chalk Talk. Before we do that, though, I want to say uh, thank you to Trevor Anderson for becoming a member, a YouTube member of the PTA Posse. Appreciate you supporting the stream, and and now that you're a member, we'll make sure we put your name into the drawings uh, coming up to win autograph memorabilia. This week, after the Bears game, during the post game show, we're going to be spinning the wheel, put all the names of the YouTube members on that wheel, And we're going to be giving away an autographed David Bakhtiari jersey. So really excited about that. You're now entered into that contest. Trevor, appreciate you for uh, becoming a YouTube member. Let's go to the chat real quick. Robert Allen says, hey, everybody, I think one of the most interesting aspects of the game will be how Jair plays as, as it actually will affect next season as well. He's kind of been the talking point today for sure. Boz says Jair for sure sounded like he understands what the expectation is and he is bought in. I agree with that. And then, of course, Jen Wright said that Jair interview was not wild for once. It seemed like he's kind of a a changed man. So why don't we do this? I've got about two minutes of this clip. The goal is to get started on Chalk Talk 10 minutes in uh, because we got to make sure we had enough time to do it. But here was Jair in the locker room. Okay. well, first of all, let me go to Matt LaFleur first. This is really quick. They asked him about Jair Alexander and listen to Coach LaFleur's response.
3: Does Jair have to show you this week to get his starting spot back? Is there anything, or is he just back in there?
0: Yeah, um, I'm not going to get into too many of the specifics. You guys will find out later in the week, but I will say that it was great to have him back. We had a great conversation on Monday, and um, I think he's he's ready to go.
2: So I won't get into the specifics, but you'll find out later in the week. I was like – Am I reading too much into that, Amelia? What do you? What does that mean to you? what What sticks out to you there, dude?
1: Yeah, uh, when I heard it first, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe he is having him play up, play, play to that spot, or maybe Ja, maybe I feel like they could have sat him down and been like, look, Ja, like we paid you because you know you're you're the man, you you are the corner, you know, we want you to be that dog, but for you to be that dog, we need you to buy into this being a team, and either you need to, you know, walk with, you know walk with your head up and be step into that leadership role Um and, you know, kind of stop the, you know, the, the, the horseplay and all that, or we need you to step up, play and, you know, don't say anything kind of thing. But. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was weird, man. I, I heard it and I was like, is he going to give like a statement later in the week? Is the first thing that popped in my mind, like we'll let him kind of talk about it type thing. Right. But then he spoke to the media today. So let's go ahead and play Jair Alexander in the locker room. I got to be real, man. Well, I, I don't want to don't want to get you guys thinking in one direction or another. I want you to draw your own conclusion, right? And then we'll kind of give our take this, after.
1: This me. will be the first time I'm hearing it. I, I heard Perfect. Matt's comments before. This will be the first time I'm hearing Jaws. Perfect.
2: I want to get your take on it before I give you my take. So here was yeah. Jair in the locker room. I think
1: it was definitely
4: something to learn from. Uh, uh, there was definitely things that I could have improved upon during that week uh, to help with the communication. And uh, moving forward, you know, uh, it, that won't happen again.
3: What were some that happens, but, uh, you
4: could have done? I was oh, just communicating. I think communication is big and uh, it's easy to talk to my guys. But, you know, and talking to anybody else would be a little bit of a challenge. So I got to get
0: back. How did you feel getting back out there? I saw you with the yeah. guys in warm up just to get out there to play football with A lot at stake on Sunday.
4: Yeah, no, it felt it good. It's always, It always feels good to be on the field just with the guys. You know. This is the best time.
3: Physically, John, You feeling as good in a while?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get better, and we're gonna take it day by day.
0: What's your understanding of your your role coming up for this Sunday, and how healthy are you to provide what you want to provide?
4: Uh, You know, I mean, my role is just nothing really changed. Just continue to be a leader that I have been, and uh, make the plays that come to me.
3: Did you get through the Carolina game okay without a setback?
4: Uh, Pretty much. What you do all week? Uh, all week? Last week. Uh, just I uh, was just training, preparing to play. Uh, so I know it wasn't gonna be forever that I'd be out, so I know I had to stay in shape. Do
3: you like do you like being that,
4: or you had do it? Yeah, I'm very grateful to be here. So no. just affect your
0: relationship
4: with beauty or that or how no it doesn't affect my relationship with anybody. Uh, I think if anything it improved it. So
1: you muted.
2: What did you think, Emilio?
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm right there at the end there. I, I feel like it was a, a very constructive conversation between the three, or even if, you know, Murphy was there too, whatever. But um, I think Ja understood where he messed up, and it was a, you know, he got, uh, you know, corrected and, and knew, knew where he could go stepping forward. I think he answered the questions right you know, like he said, he can talk to you can talk to players all you want. It's kind of yeah. like public speaking. If he's not a public speaker, he's not going to go out and want to do that. So if um, when they got that relationship, maybe it was, hey, I, I consider you know higher management, someone above me, public speaking. Maybe he can talk to you know the the DB the DB's coach, no problem. But talking to Joe Barry's something else, or you know talking to Matt something different. Talking to Goody's way out of the picture. I don't want to talk to Murphy kind of thing. So you know you don't really know, but I think it really helped him. Uh, square up and know, you know, where you should be looking moving forward. Yeah, definitely.
2: I think that conversation was probably something along the lines of, all right, what's on your mind? He explained what was bothering him. Matt probably said, hey, look, here's here's how you're hurting the team. Goody probably came from the standpoint of like, hey, look, we gave you the bag. bud. like we're expecting you to be a leader. Do you not want to be here? Yeah, I want to be here. I imagine that's how the conversation went. I love what he said there at the end. And I imagine Mark Murphy was probably in the room, too. And they asked Mark. They said, Mark, what do you think? And here was his response. 65%.
3: 65%.
2: I thought it was positive. Um, Listen, I tip my cap to Jair because it would be real easy to just stand there and go, no comment, no comment, right. no comment. And he didn't. Yep. And he looked like he was humble. He looked like he was wants to be here long term. I think he even made a comment. There were several quotes that were on Twitter. I just didn't have time to pull them all up. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he, I think I think he's in a good
1: place, yeah, and I hope he's
2: gets there and balls out, man.
1: Right, kind of bite the bullet, get through this. You know, this interview is not going to be the best one. You know, we've been through work. You know, I feel like you've you've been through some bad ones already. Anyway, so just right. bite the bullet, get through this one. You know, we're going to support you. We'll be by your, you know we'll be by your side. Get whatever you want to say out. Let's not even have Matt comment on you know playing time right now just go out and work. If he trained all week off, that's perfect. That's what we need out of you. You show up ready to practice today. And he like, every time it talked about like his, his friends, his brothers on the field playing things like that, that all comes easy to him. I feel like it's everything. It's like little giants, like 80% mental, 40% physical, doesn't even equal a hundred percent, you know, but in football, it's like, there's a lot more than just that physical attribute on the field.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. United Base, thank you for the super chat, buddy. He says, Jair's interview, I sense disappointment in his voice, like disappointment in his in himself and letting uh, – feeling like he let his teammates down. Let's mend this hiccup and go play ball. I think that's what I was trying to describe just now, United yeah, Base. Yeah, yeah, like
4: I'm the yeah, head right there.
2: It was almost like like a – I didn't realize I was being that much of an issue. And then he did make a comment, he said, my – my interviews will be more serious moving forward. He said that, and he kind of looked out did the corner he? of his eye. Yeah. So, and he did it in a playful way, not like, I guess i got going to be serious now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I just want to see him go out there and return to job because he was a spark plug. I, I just yeah. always see that NFL Films footage of him and Matt dapping up on the sideline, him going, you go out there and bring that swag, I know you got. It. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he, he wants that on that defense. Matt Matt wants that on that defense. So,
1: and and just, yeah. And like they said, maybe just maybe bringing it, you know, just turning it. So he sees it as you're letting down your the teammates down rather than you're letting the coaching staff down or you're letting down the fan base, whatever. Like, let's let's turn who we're who, you know, you're hurting by doing something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: United base. Thank you for the super chat, buddy. We appreciate you. you, Real quick, guys. Injury update. Um, So Rob Demosky tweeted out, Christian Watson is practicing for the first time since the latest hamstring injury. They talked to him in the locker room. It sounds a whole lot like he's planning on playing on Sunday, which is awesome. Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks also back. I think Jaden Reed said something along the lines of the x-ray did come back negative on his ribs and his chest. He's good to go. He'll be playing. Dontavian Wicks should be back this Sunday as well. We'll be at full strength there. So is Devondre Campbell. Now we'll see, right? We'll see how that plays out and then did not participate was Rudy Ford, Isaiah McDuffie, Elton Jenkins, and Preston Smith. So obviously with Isaiah McDuffie being banged up, um, it's probably going to be huge that Devontae Campbell plays. And uh, of course, Rudy Ford, to me, it's a non-factor. He hasn't seen the field much anyway. I still don't understand why, but Elton Jenkins could be huge. And Preston Smith, you know, coming off of one of his best games of the season too. So just something to keep an eye on there. As far as, Devondre Campbell and Dontavian Wicks. I just want to see if they were limited. Let's see here. Devondre Campbell was full, full participation. All right. And then Dontavian Wicks was limited. Okay. Got it. So just something to keep our eye on there. We got to get into chalk talk, but just want to give you guys that injury news real quick. Anything you want to add to that, Amelia?
1: Uh, just see down there that. Uh Darnell's full and Emmanuel Wilson's full. That's exciting if if AJ still banged up with his thumb there because he uh, Matt did say in his interview that uh, was re-aggravated probably on that all, that hit we all saw where he came up and shook his hand off right away and knew it. So um, I, I think that we would need another spark there at the, uh tailback with Patrick and uh, Aaron.
2: Emmanuel Wilson, man, he's done nothing but make plays in the short time that we've seen him on the field, both preseason and in the regular season stint there for a short bit. I'm not going to be surprised one bit if he comes out and he proves to be a difference maker. It's just you got to get him on the field, got to get him healthy for sure. So, all right, let's do it. Let's get into Chalk Talk. You ready, Emilio? Ready. All right, here we go. If you'll just confirm, you can see this on the screen for me.
1: Can see full screen.
2: All right, here we go. Let's do this. So, Basically, with the Vikings game, we came away with nine plays, right? You guys were looking at the screen and going, Clayton, where did the first, you know, however many minutes of the first, really over half of the first quarter go? I'm going to give you guys a quick update. It was a snooze fest, all right? So, you know, basically up to the six-minute mark of the game. Basically, Green Bay got the ball first. They went three and out. Then Green Bay's defense came on the field, forced the three and out. And then Green Bay went down the field with no explosive plays, just kind of, Matriculated the ball down the field, boys. Kicked the field goal. So we're up three to nothing. So we fast forward to 608 left in the first quarter. We're on defense. This is, in my opinion, the most important play of the game. This set the tone for the rest of the day, right? You you go down, you kind of do what you got to do to get a field goal after you know each team's had a possession. And then the defense comes out in a second and seven, right? Minnesota's got the ball. We're up three to nothing, six oh eight left in the first quarter. We come out in a 34-jam cover three spot drop, what we call a double wide. T E. All right. So, what is the 34 jam? Right here is your three linemen. You've got five defenders on the line of scrimmage, basically, uh, right up mugging the box, if you will. So that's what we call a 34 jam. All right, a 34 jam meaning the guards and the center are all covered up. You're forcing an isolation block here. Now you'll see what Minnesota does is they come out and show an empty set. They came out in 12 personnel. And flex it out went empty base essentially. Okay. Now you'll notice we flex out Darnell Savage to cover the running back down here. You see the linebackers all communicating, everything's setting up nice. We're gonna run what we call a spot drop, and we're going double wide TE. So what does that mean? When you when you run a TE stunt, it's typically an interior defensive lineman with an edge defender or a defensive end coming off of that that setup okay so typically with a te you'll have a tackle break in to try to occupy the block and then or uh, bust out to occupy the block and then allow an outside linebacker or an edge to swoop in so here's what we're going to do here the nose is just going to go nose up right these ends are going to try to attack the tackle all right and i still consider these interior defensive line although they are lined up outside on this specific play, you know, on on this side over here, you got what a zero two, probably a three tech on the top of the screen. Down here, you've got what seems to be kind of a five tech. Yeah. The goal is let them engage, and then these backers are going to kind of loop in. And I noticed all day long the way that they were going to attack, um, getting pressure on Jaron Hall was to try to lag back a bit. You'll notice Preston Smith at the top of the screen. He really engages, and he kind of steps back, waiting for Jaron Hall to scramble. Now, what are we talking about? Cover three, spot drop. This is just simple zone. You see this this defender's kind of mugging up here a little bit, right? He's kind of playing a little bit of press, almost looks like mirror match press man. But you've got Darnell Savage way off over here. I like those alternate looks. But essentially what you're going to have is you've got a safety off the screen that's deep already. Okay? This guy's dropping back deep third deep third, and then underneath, you're just going to have another three droppers. That's what we call spot drop. So you're going 34 jam, cover three spot drop, double wide TE. Now, I want you to really, really focus. You guys heard me say all year long, I still don't think there's a single play where we were in man coverage and we intercepted the ball this year. You want to know why interceptions are down? We're a zone-heavy team. Personnel's built to play zone. We've been playing a lot of man coverage. We played a lot of man in this game as well, but there was a good mix of both zone and man. But the reason being is your back's to the quarterback. You can't read his eyes. You can't read the ball. I know it appears to be, quote-unquote, soft, but when you force them to take what you're giving them and they make a mistake, your eyes are on the quarterback, your eyes are on the ball, everything's in front of you. This is the, the Corey Ballantyne interception i want you to key in up here you're going to see him kind of mug a little bit let him go and then he's going to kind of sit in this zone right here and just wait for them to make a mistake if i remember correctly what they end up running here Emilio, is a mesh play so they're just looking to mesh you know what mesh is it's a man coverage beater so they're looking at the tape from last week and going man they're playing a lot of man here lately let's run a man beater in a mesh play it ends up being zone. they play right into our hands it's got to be darn near perfect and it's still just going to be damage control if they do convert the pass. But let's watch the play here. Keep keep an eye out, like I said, on these stunts. You're going to go bam, bam, loop, loop. Okay, that's how we're looking to create pressure here. And you're trying to push the pocket back on Jaren. You're going to make him kind of sidestep to the left a little bit and try to get this pass off. And that's one of the reasons why the ball is off the mark. Let's roll the tape. Look at him communicating. McDuffie had a game, man. Mm-hmm. McQuay communicating. Here we go. Let the mesh go, pick it back up, bang. If he's in man coverage, he doesn't pick that ball off. No. Plain and simple. I know people think zone is boring. This is a really good look. I love this setup, too, Emilio. Right here, you've got your one tech, right, out here. You've got a five tech. Here, you've got what we call a four eye. And then, of course, you've got your two wide nines out here, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, remember what we said. These guys are going to engage. Bang, loop, bang, bang, loop. That's going to be the plan here. And you'll notice the mesh like we talked about. These guys are meshing out, right? They're trying to mesh across. And Corey Ballantyne just plays it perfect. Just, just doesn't panic. Keep everything in front of you. Play within the scheme. Play within the system. And you'll see what happens here. It almost looked like it was a little bit of a choice route to what we call a drag stop. You'll see 84 come across. He clears it out. Here comes the drag underneath. Bang, off the mark, intercept. Hmm. What do you think, William?
1: Love, Love it. I mean, like you said, there. When when the tackles are pushing up, if you bring that back, when the tackles are pushing up, you're trying to get the the. He's what six foot tall, so you're trying to get that rush right in the center. He's looking down the center of the field. You get you know three dudes that are six and a half foot tall. What's he looking at right now? Right now, he's looking at a wall. Justin Jefferson's open if he throws it right now, mm-hmm. but he waits and he goes to where Justin was, where the other crosser's filling and. He just thought he could dump it to him, and it was over. But then, again, you got your triangle there with um, Ballantyne, McDuffie, and Quay. They're working the triangle right there at the the line of game. Um, But everyone was kind of sitting. Everyone picked up their man after they passed him off. It was was like how you draw it up.
2: I like how McDuffie kind of reroutes him, too, down the seam. You'll see him nudge and then sit in his spot, right? The ball should have gone, honestly, right here. You see him throw his hands up. The ball should have gone here, but he can't because look at the pressure. Yep. What do we always say? Pressure pick, coverage sack. That's how it plays out. Again, ball off the mark, eyes on the ball because you're playing zone, another interception in zone defense.
1: And who else was diving right there? That was McDuffie because yeah. he also had his eye on the ball. So it's Absolutely. not like, you know, you're, you're one and done. Valentine would have been with Justin Jefferson on our side of the screen. You know, he would have been all the way down the uh, other side of the field. So it's, uh, you know. At some point, you're going to play man even in zone. But having your eyes on the ball takes that second away. You don't need to turn your head.
2: Yep, definitely. So that right there, to me, it set the tone, guys. Set the tone for the rest of the game. That that was okay. Now they're on their heels the rest of the night. And it was just a, a huge play by the defense that, that got absolutely annihilated all week long. I'm gonna close a couple of these windows out real quick just to make sure we're not lagging any at all. Hopefully everything's fine. And for those of you in the chat, understand we're gonna trigger copyrights, and uh, if the stream's gonna go down and come back up, down and come back up, um, it'll be in its entirety after we're finished. I apologize if the, if the stream does go down. There's absolutely nothing we can do about it. But uh, just know, like I said, as soon as the video finishes, you can rewind and go back and watch the whole thing. So, all right, let's fast forward now. Five minutes and 20 seconds left in the first quarter. We're up three to nothing. This is a second and ten play. Let's kind of take a look at what the defense is going to do first here. Okay? So, when you look at the defensive side of the ball, what are they doing here? What are they showing? Look at all the guys up here kind of sugaring. See how they're sugaring blitz. What do we talk about all week long, Emilio, how they, they run – uh eight-man in coverage more mm-hmm. than just about anybody in the league. They also blitz more than six, more than anybody in the league. Everybody goes, how does that math work out? It means they're either bringing the house or they're not bringing anybody at all. Right. And they do a whole lot of sugar, a whole lot of sugar. So what they're doing right here, if you'll notice, they're playing cover one, middle field close. And this was the play I was talking about. You see him coming back now. You'll What he did a couple of times during this pre-snap is he starts inching over here and Jordan gets eyes on it. And then you'll see him walk back. He's trying to sell middle field close is what he's trying to sell to Jordan here, okay? So they're going middle field close, cover one, fire six is what they're showing, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, the six being Harrison Smith down here, right? Mm -hmm. The the safety showing a blitz. So pre-snap, what they're trying to show you is cover one, middle field close, fire six. What the actual defense is, post-snap, is Tampa two invert, strong safety blitz. Okay, what does that mean? This guy is going to slide over and he's covering deep half. Okay, he's going to have deep half of the field. Notice how this is your safety right here creeping up in the box, right? Right up here up up top. So he's kind of creeping up the box. He's typically your deep guy, right? Well, on this invert, it's going to be the corner that covers deep half and this safety is just going to kind of play underneath, right? This guy going to play underneath. You're going to have a blitzer. Blitzer, 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 and they're actually just bringing five on this play. You're asking, what's this backer doing, Clayton? He is the Tampa 2
3: aspect. He's going to cover the seam. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
2: So, how does Green Bay attack this? Again, they're sugar and cover one, middle field closed, they fire and fire six. The actual coverage is Tampa two invert with a strong safety blitz. The protection set up fine. We come out in what we call 11-gun doubles, strong left, play action, Y-hot, 99 T-stab, or play action all go X-out. All right. What does the 9985 mean? Let's talk about what all that means really, really quick here. It's real simple, too. So 11 gun, one running back, one tight end, strong left, tight ends on the left side, right? You're in doubles, which is a two by two set, right? Your halfback is on the same side, the strong side. So you don't say T strong, you just leave it out. If he was on the opposite side, you would specify T weak. Okay. We're going to go play action, why hot? What does why hot mean? Who is your why? There is your why should be Tucker Craft, I believe. And when I say hot, he's going to take off downfield. And as he goes downfield, you'll notice he immediately turns his head and looks at Jordan. He knows this safety's blitzing. Remember earlier in the year we are going, man, there is no hot read on this play? They're learning. They're catching on. Mm -hmm. So it's running this route where he's going to try to bend down the seam and run a skinny post. He's looking back to Jordan like, do you need a hot? Do you need a hot? Do you need to dump it to me? absolutely huge that they're starting to do that. So the 99 is basically a go-go. I wanted to point out the why hot and what that means. This is a go as well, and you're going to kind of work a non-fade. And on the other side, you got 85, which is the eight route, which is essentially a post. And then up here is a five, which is an out route. Okay, so there's your passing concepts. As far as the stab, some people will call it T-choice because what you'll see Aaron Jones do is he busts through and he kind of sits and then works over. OK, so it's kind of a choice route. I think it was supposed to be a stab route, which from the running back is typically out and sit underneath. OK, so that's your passing concept. This is the touchdown pass down the seam to Jaden Reed. Remember, from Jordan Love's standpoint, what's he looking at? He's reading that safety middlefield close. As soon as the ball snapped, he knows he's got protection over here. OK, he's got his hot if he needs it. So when you look at it, you got five guys. They set the protection correctly. Look where Josh Myers' eyes are. He knows there's probably three over here and only two here. Why do you know that? Look at where the pressure is on this linebacker's foot. If it was on the back foot, then you would think he was coming. These are things that offensive linemen and quarterbacks read. Look how the pressure is on the toe. What does that mean? His front foot, he's pushing off. If he's pushing off with the front, he's backpedaling. Those are little things that matter. Mm-hmm. So I think Myers and Love did a good job setting the protection. They know we're, we're we're going loose here. We're going lefty. We're fanning left, so you get a hat on a hat all the way across yeah. the board right here.
1: And you so- know what's nice about that, Clayton, is above that too with the four. You know the with the pressure on the middle linebacker there, and then the safety that had walked down or that corner there. There's still four on that side, so Josh and Jordan were able to to decipher that. Hey, the blitz isn't coming from this right side. It's coming from the the three yep. on this left side, but let, let's be ready to pick that up, which is awesome because they've talked about it. Jordan talked about uh, it in his interview today about Josh and um, you know, how they, uh, how he's been able to progress and get those calls out even in a, that kind of an environment.
2: Absolutely. And when we talk about pick a side, right. So on the bottom, bottom part of the screen here. Okay. When you say pick a side, if this is 99, right. Bang, bang. Right. Then You've got middle field open beaters, and you've got middle field close beaters. If it's truly middle field close, you're probably going right here with the ball. But since it's it ends up being middle field open because this corner right here bails out and plays that cover two invert, the Tampa two invert, then what happens as this guy's going deep? If he bails out, he's still got to cover deep. You're going to hold him, hold him to the line up here, and then you're going to have your boy Jaden Reed run just a beautiful – post route right down the seam and attack the base over top of Tampa too. Just a really good play call altogether. Let's let it roll, and then we'll get a, a box cam footage of it too. Just to kind of see see the safety. This is what I was talking about. Watch how the safety starts. Middle field closed right here, right? Now he comes over. He tips his hand because mm-hmm. Jordan did a hard count. Look at look at Jordan. He's coming out of a hard count, and safety's like, oh, crap. I uh, yeah. showed it. Let me go back. Let me go back. Yeah, middle go. field closed. Middle field closed. No, where I'm staying right here. And Jordan already got it. Now you see him bail. So look where Jordan's looking with the ball first. He's immediately going, okay, do we is the backside protected. On his way to play action is the backside protected. I want you to key in on Tucker Craft's head right here. You'll see him go hot. Look at him. Look back immediately.
4: Yeah. Right.
2: So where's Jordan going with the ball? He knows that shit. Okay. Is he open? Nope, he's not there. So now you're going to see his head snap around and work this side of the field he sees this guy committed underneath the strong safeties committed underneath all these bodies covering absolutely no one. This looks like our defense the last few weeks, right? Look at this. They're just all kind of hanging out with no one. And this guy's going invert. Now it's just a matter of keeping your shoulders closed, selling it and then hitting the seam. And Jordan just throws one of those wacky throws. Watch this as he drops back, sets up that little jump twist throw mm. right over Tampa two, right over the base Bang, touchdown. Look at this camera view from behind. You can really see Tucker Craft. Watch Tucker Craft this time, guys. Key in right here on Tucker Craft. Watch his head as soon as the ball snapped. He knows the safety's blitzing. He knows it's not why protect It's not why chip He's going to get out and get hot really, really quick. You'll see the invert happen here. They had the wrong invert mark. That's okay. So look at, look at Tucker. See him? He's already looking. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm here if you need me. Now Jordan's moving on. And now what does he see? This guy's here. That invert staying over to the sideline. That's cover two. He knows right now, if I buy enough time, I've got Jaden on this post. Just work it right down the post right here. So, let's watch it. Jaden with a beautiful route. Just smooth. Just hit it. Don't do nothing fancy. Get there. What a throw, man.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's you nice. know what he was his saying in his interview was just like, he, he was trying to chase that perfect pass at the beginning of the season. Now he's just taking what the defense gives him. and. Yes half the time that is an explosive play. But I, I also think what really helped is Romeo running that route really hard on, on that out route. You know, he's, as long as you're, as long as you're, you know, threatening to go deep, that safety has to keep his eye on him. Just in the top corner of the screen there. I mean, he, you know, he drags him, drags him, drags him. And even if Jordan Love gives, gives that look right over there to, to Romeo, it'll hold that safety just that extra split second to hit Jaden down the center.
2: Yeah, definitely. And again, if it's, if it's true, if, if it's a true, you know, middle field close, he's probably throwing that out in a timing pattern, right? right. And he's even got Aaron Jones underneath on a second 10. But mm-hmm. he said, you know what? And he said, F it. Jaden Reed's down there somewhere. Let's just go ahead and get
1: six. Untouched. Untouched. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Beautiful, man. Beautiful play. And just reading it pre-snap, being patient. The hard counts, yes, they're designed to draw the defense off sides, but it's also designed to gather information. He got the safety to tip his hand early, Play action holds people a little bit at ground. Look at you can hit Jonesy there if you want, but man, on
1: top of yep, and on top of that, Josh Myers gets walked back into his chest and he still throws it right over the top of him. Why? Because he's probably six four, three, six three, six four, can see over the top, knows where he's looking, and doesn't care. Bam! Thank you. Don't need it, doesn't even need Runyon's help. Runyon was blocking nobody there,
2: absolutely, man. Just a fun play to watch. Look how confident Jordan looks, man. He just out there playing ball. Dude.
1: Runyon's looking Jordan in the eyes, like, "No way, you're really about to throw the deep ball."
2: <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. Love to see it. All right, so you're up ten to three. Let's fast forward four minutes and six seconds left. I'm going to try to mark these off as I go because I really wanted to uh, key in on a few extra things. Um, let's see. Yeah, we're right here. Yeah. Okay. So four minutes and six seconds left in the second quarter, ten to three. So we're down here in a second-and-go situation at, what, the two-yard line roughly, a little bit inside the two. And we come out in a 12-gun stack-stack nasty, okay, and we're going strong left, all right? So we're going 12-gun stack nasty. And what does that mean? You're in your nasty splits inside the numbers. Everybody's inside the numbers. And you got these two stack receivers here. That's what we call stacking, where you got one right in front of the other, right? It might not be an even stack. I don't worry about the quarter of a yard or whatever it is if they're not truly stacked. All right. It's okay. Now, if you had three, I would refer to that as fan, right? We talked about that on previous podcasts. So you're coming out and stack nasty. It shouldn't have been stack. Stack nasty should have been stack nasty. Strong left. What does that mean? Your tight end is on the left side. You've got two tight ends on the left side of the line of scrimmage, right? We're going to go U shift right. Okay. Who's the U? I think it's actually Tucker Craft in this situation. He's going to shift over and make this a balanced set. Okay. When he does that, The play call is going to be RPR slurl whip, all right? What does that mean? There's actually a little switch concept here, too. Slurl, this guy's going to run a little slant and sit right here, okay? A slant with a curl, what we call a slurl. And then you're going to have a little whip action where he's going to try to get, Romeo Dobbs is going to try to get out here on the perimeter. This is an RPR, a run, pass, run option. What does that mean? I just showed you the the route concept over here, right? This is your route concept, just a little whip play to try to get out here. That's your passing concept. So there's a passing aspect, a passing element to this play. There's also two run elements as well, RPR, run, pass, run option, or run, pass, read in some cases, some people say. So this is going to be a read option. This is that play where Jordan Love has basically three choices. He can, A, if he likes the hat count over here, right, then he can throw to the slurl or he can hit the whip route on the outside. Or he can give the ball to A.J. Dillon, but the other element to this with the read option aspect, the zone read, put the ball in the belly of A.J. Dillon's uh, – it, it put the ball in A.J. Dillon's belly and then read this defensive end. If this defensive end stands straight up, you hand the ball to A.J. Dillon if you like your hat count over here, right? There's a little bit extra element to this, though. If this guy crashes in on the run, he's going to pull it and run it himself, Right? But right now, when you look at the hat count, he doesn't like his hat count on the left. Watch what happens right here. Remember the U-right? Watch what happens when he goes U-right. Now look at the safety. See the safety have to bend over? Now look at your hat count on the left. Now there's no way you're throwing the pass aspect. Remember what we talked about with motion. You're trying to determine two different things, right? Well, first of all, with the motion in the pre-snap hard count, you're trying to get them to jump a bit with the hard count, but also you're trying to get them to declare what defense they're in. When you use the motion, you're trying to manipulate hat count on different sides of the ball, but you're also trying to determine man coverage or zone. In Mm -hmm. this case, it doesn't even matter because all the hat's over here. So Jordan's going to run the read option, basically.
1: That's it. I mean, if you look at the hash there, right there, you break it up at Daniil Hunter. There's four on top of the Four to the left. Yep, exactly. Four on top of that red line, and we got seven below. So, <laughs> Why our, you know, to our, to our, you know, you got Runyon, Tom, uh, you know, Jeez uh, Craft, and then the stack. So it's not like, you know, there's only three routes over there. Absolutely.
2: So what Jordan's going to do is snap the ball, put the ball in his belly. We're going to read this defensive end here. Okay. What's crazy is you're still, you still know, you're going to lose the hat count, honestly. Once you run the read and this guy crashes in, you know you still got this guy to beat. And Jordan doesn't care. Jordan's done this all year long. Mm-hmm. He's just going to say, okay, cool. There's one guy to beat. I'm going to lower my head and try to run through him or I'm going to dive over him. Yeah. I just love how he plays the plays the position, especially how the read option inside the five. But here we go. Watch it again. Ball snap. What did the defensive end do? Look at right. him crash in, right? Jordan's going to see that, pull the ball out, and he's going to take off to the edge himself. Now it's just basically mano y mano. Him versus Jordan Love essentially at the end of the play. There's the read option. We're going, cutting it back, diving over. I didn't think he got in on the TV copy, Emilio. Mm -hmm. And then when they showed the other angle, I was like, holy cow. How did he keep from his wrist touching, his elbow touch, something touching to get in the end zone? We'll see a different angle right here. But uh, RPR, man, you didn't see that yeah, no doubt. The RPR—you didn't see this with Aaron Rodgers, man.
1: No, and and you talked about it all summer, Clayton. You you really did. We we talked about how we did. We had the you know how Rodgers tore it up with the you know the run pass option, and you talked about how Jalen Hurts was able to you know access the run pass run option, and we were wondering if Jordan was going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm happy we're seeing it.
2: Yeah, the only thing that we're not doing that Philly and those other teams do that I'm glad we're not is that quarterback power. Jordan is not built like that. Right. (laughs) But this RPR stuff, heck yeah, man. Manipulate the hat, count with pre-snap motion, take what the defense gives you. You absolutely love it. There's going to be a few angles here. I'll try to speed it up. I just wanted to point out how he just kind of sacrificed his body to to make sure he got in there. Mm -hmm. Just And and
1: I don't know if I was wrong, but didn't he get player of the week, his first one? He sure did,
2: man. Man, He got player of the week, three Mm -hmm. passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Mm,
1: That's my – That's my quarterback.
2: (laughs) That is my quarterback. (laughs) I like this camera shot right here, too. Just, man. Selling out. I love it, dude. These guys are going to run through a wall for Jordan Love, man. I absolutely love it. I could watch that angle 500 times, Mm -hmm. man. But I really want to, like I said, highlight how the play set up, the pre-snap motion, manipulating the hat count, then going to the read option and knowing you still got a one-on-one situation. What do you do? All right, I'll take that one guy. Let me have him. I Mm -hmm. love it. All right, so we're up 17 to 3. The, re- the route is on, right? 232 left in the second quarter. This is a second and six play. Minnesota's got the ball. We come out in a nickel two, four, five, shell to spinner, cover one man, double dog Sam Green. All right, let's talk about what it is. Sam Green's a guy I grew up with back in Kentucky. I'm just joking. He's not. So we got nickel two, four, five, right? There's your two down linemen. There are your four linebackers, okay? Nickel two, four, five. You're going to go shell to spinner. What does that mean? This guy's on the shelf. you got another one just off screen on the shelf. So you're showing shell coverage here, right? This is the beautiful thing about that Fangio-style defense. is always showing – we don't do it all the time. That's what sucks because we're having to put an extra guy in the box to help run fit because we're booty cheeks at stopping the run. But in a situation like this where you feel comfortable with the set they got on the field, which is essentially a bunch nasty X, it's just not quite bunched up. The tight end's a little more attached, and they're really stretching the limits of that nasty split on the top of the screen. But you still got shell coverage. And we're going to be running cover one-man, double-dog Sam Green. What does that mean? A double-dog blitz is basically your inside linebackers are both going to blitz, okay? So Quay's just going to do a a regular blitz, right? So you've got all these guys firing, 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 right? Again, we're running cover one-man. So it's inside, right, man, man. And then this guy here is on what we call a green dog blitz. If the running back goes out for a route, then it's going to be on Isaiah McDuffie. I believe that's Isaiah McDuffie to cover mm-hmm. that running back. If he doesn't go out, then you've got the green light. Quay's going to blitz. And if the running back stays in and blocks or as a play action, run through them, knock them on their keister on your way to the quarterback. So you're going double dog Sam Green. Why do I say Sam Green? Because Sam has got the green light. Okay. The green dog blitz is that very thing. If the running back stays in, you can give yourself the green light to go. In some cases, you can go green spy, which we do later with Quay. I'll I'll highlight it a little later in the game. It was actually a fourth down play that we got to stop inside the red zone. But So he's going to keep his eyes on the running back, and when he feels committed enough, then he can blitz right around him. Okay. So what do we mean by the shell to spinner? We're showing shell like we just said, right, guys off the screen. We're showing that too high look middle field open, and what's going to happen is this guy's going to crack down, and then you've got single high middle field close. So we just showed you a play where they were showing middle field close shifting to middle field open post-snap. We're showing you here middle field open shifting to middle field close, cover one man. So let's roll the tape. Keying on Quay Walker. This running back didn't know whether to crap or go blind, so he closed one eye and farted. Watch this running back try to block Quay. You got a little motion action, right? That's how you can tell it's man. You see the spinner come in. See the spinner moving down now. Now we know we're in single high man. Jaren's going to snap the ball. Look at Quay. Just eat this running back. Don't so get off me, boy. Mm. It's over. It was over before it started. I love it. Look at this other angle right here too. So this you'll get a good look at what they do to this poor running back. Again,
1: oh, I think is Eric Wilson.
2: I think yeah, it is Eric Wilson. You're right. Thought it was McDuffie. So. This this is the green dog aspect. He's focused on the running back, right? When he sees the running back hesitate, he's just like, flush it. I'm just going to knock him on his rear end and go after the quarterback too. Watch Eric Wilson on this play. I think Eric Wilson's one of the better backup linebackers in the game. Watch this. Get on the ground, boy. <laughs>
1: after, after Quayle laid the guy, he just yeah. ran him over just for fun.
2: It doesn't get any more more enjoyable than that, man. Especially with the motion. They think they're doing something pretty, right? We got bodies going over. Look at Quay's going to kind of scrape a little. Playing Ole! Boom! Poor guy had a rough day at the office. Man, mm. I'm telling you, I love to see. And it. it happened
1: so fast. I mean, by the time by the time he looked up, uh, stepped off his you know off his drop back, it was over.
2: Let's play it in real time once. Here, I'm going to go 100. Watch how quick it happens. Watch, watch Quay. I mean, it's a blink of an eye. Look at this. Mm-hmm. It's over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boom. Yeah, he finished. He finished the play fake. Looked up, and it was a wrap. I mean,
2: and what's crazy is people will go, "Well, that's Jaron Hall." They did it against a third string quarterback. There isn't a quarterback in the league that gets that pass off. By the time he turned around from the play action, Quay's eating his lunch. So <clears throat> I don't want to hear that crap. All right, let's move on to the next play. We got a nickel two four five shell cover two zone match. I put a question mark because I'm not sure. It kind of looked like Val up top was playing a little six tech, which is essentially playing cover six half quarter quarter. Um, I could be wrong there. I think the end result ended up being cover two, and maybe Val got a little lost in his uh, his zone tech. You look at the PFF grade, that would suggest probably the case. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, that's why I put Val technique six, question mark. Preston with the bull and swim, man. Some people would call this a swat and swim. It wasn't quite a, quite a swat to me. I would call it a bull swim, where he's just going to kind of fake a bull rush and then swim over the top. But again, with this cover two look, um, pretty good stuff by Joe Barry, just mixing things up. So we're going nickel two, four, five shell, right? There's your two down linemen, your four linebackers. We keep talking about, you got two up top people. How many times have we heard people complain about this all year long? Emilio, where it's why are these guys playing so far off on a second and two play? Why wasn't nobody complaining about this play because it worked. All right. You're showing two on the shelf. You want to force them to pass the ball in that situation. When you put two on the shelf there, say, you know what, let's give them such an advantageous look here that, okay, if you're not going to run the ball and you're just going to pass it here, let's make them think we're all playing soft and we're really playing cover two zone, right? Mm -hmm. And, again, we'll go to Preston here in a minute when we get the camera zoomed in, and then I think I've got all 22 of the covers. Let's let it play once here. So we go 75, motion over. You'll see them kind of pass off. Here we go. No chance whatsoever. Preston just eats his lunch. Strips sack, gets the ball back right before halftime. Middle late play, turnover differential play, just an absolute freaking home run. Watch as we get an all-22 angle. This is what I'm talking about. Look at the shell coverage, right? And essentially what you end up with here is deep half, right? Deep half, okay? And Val kind of looks like he's going to sit down in here, and then he fades out a little bit deeper, which made me kind of think, Maybe it's cover six. What I mean by that is quarter, 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 half could have been the case. These guys are just kind of sitting in this mid-zone, keeping everything in front of them right here. Bend but don't break. Let them make the mistake. I don't mean to rhyme. I do it all the time. Watch right here. Look at look at how the coverage kind of unfolds here. they got a bunch set, playing a little safe. All right, here we go. See how you got the deep shell. At first I thought it was quarters, but look at Valentine down there. Now it could have been zone match quarters. That's possible, especially with how Valentine – you know, kind of kind of reacted here. It wasn't like he was sitting on the flat. So that could have been the case, a little country quarters look or a little zone match on the bottom. I think they give him more freedom than we all know about, to be honest with you. Here's the thing that's interesting, though. I want to show the All-22 for this reason, Emilio. Watch this guy right here. They got a little switch concept going on up top. I'm going to try to highlight it for you real quick. Maybe I can make it to where you can see it. They're going to kind of switch out here. That's what we call a switch concept, right?
4: Mm-hmm. You're going
2: to see one try to work the seam right off the switch, wait for it, wait for it, right there, seems wide open, middle field open. See it? Mm -hmm. As soon as he clears, it's wide open. Well, why didn't he throw the ball? He's trying to. Preston Smith won his matchup. That's the difference between defensive ends, edge defenders showing up on Sunday, and you blowing a team out. If he gets blocked on that play, they bust this base wide open just like we just did, and they score a touchdown, and now it's, what, 17-7. to
1: Right. And I can see where you're I can see where you're kind of thinking that it could be cover six on the on the top side there, because it is the wide side of the field. But mm-hmm. I mean, Darnell Savage is just drifting so far back that you would you would want him to close on that that far hash um, a yeah. lot sooner on that inner scene. Like right here, he's backpedaling, backpedaling, and he opens up to the sideline almost. And there's and no then, threat. There's no right. Right. Like, where are you going? So maybe maybe Valentine saw him start to break on that and said, hey, I better get on my tail and, and go up there to help help savage if this is going to get out of hand but if it is a cover six i i like the call you know you got the short side to the um to the half and then the the two quarters above it and then also if you roll it back to the motion real quick mm-hmm. they, they're trying to take care we only have four guys rushing they're trying to take care of gary right here off the chip he fights right through that chip and he's still and he's still in the mid you know mid rush uh claps in that pocket
2: yeah, for sure. Gary, I thought Gary had a better game last week. I think PFF had him graded, what, like a 73 as well. I thought he rebounded nice. I, what I noticed a lot with the pass rush, too, is, and you've seen it with the defensive lineman as well. Oh, by the way, look at our boy Carl Brooks getting some snaps over Devontae Wyatt. I think they're about, is it is it just a coincidence that Carl Brooks get a few more extra snaps? The defense looks better. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to dog on Devontae Wyatt, but. The dude just plays out of control. Carl Brooks just plays like a man bear, man. I really like mm-hmm. that guy. This is that fan look we were talking about. See it? Yep. So, and they're going to use a little pre-snap motion, like Emilio was saying, right here with the wide. A, little little a
1: crack. Yep. yep.
2: So here we go. Going to do a little crack, a little chip. Doesn't matter. Gary's a grown man. He's going to continue to push the pocket. And, again, they, they hit this seam. That's where he's going with the ball. They hit this seam if it's not for Preston Smith. So let's watch Preston with the bull swim here. Watch him engage, contact, not quite a swat, but he's going to engage contact, then swim over the top with his left arm. Watch this. Going to punch first, bang, little bull. Look at that swim. Whoop, Mm -hmm. it's over.
1: And like you said, Carl Brooks, you know what I love what he did there? Was he engaged with the the right guard, or left guard, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. and then draws him, kind of drags him into the center a little bit, just long enough so that that guard isn't thinking, hey, I'm going to help on Preston. He's he's yep. stuck in. I mean, what is he doing, dancing right there? Like, right. He's stuck in he, no man's land.
2: What Emilio is pointing out here is by by Carl Brooks just working the inside shoulder and committing to the center that forces the isolation block on Preston Smith.
1: And it's says, "Go ahead, Preston, and, and, and eat up."
2: Yep. Boom. Everybody working in unison together. This this defense was on the same page. And again, Jaron Hall. It wasn't like he held on the ball too long,
4: mm-hmm. it, and
2: he he went through the reads. He processed it fine. He was hitting the seam. It was going to be a touchdown, a home run play if it's accurate. Preston Smith just beats his guy. And if Carl Brooks decides at the last second, I'm going to rush inside here or rush outside and work the outside mm-hmm. shoulder, that play doesn't work. Right. Preston is just so big, dude. Look, saw is a man bear, too. Like, saw is not a bad left tackle. Watch him just manhandle him, man. Get right over the over top. the
1: top of him. Over the top of a left tackle. You swim, move him. Like yeah. that dude is not six foot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Whew. Yeah. Preston Smith had a ball game, dude. And again, having the wherewithal, look, he's I'm I'm punching that ball out, baby.
1: Yep. Look at that. You don't and have to hit, easy just to, try to hit him. But. You don't have to hit him hard if you hit his arm.
2: Right. Ball out. Defense, man, I'm telling you, I was so – I cannot tell you how happy I was to see Joe Barry get a game ball, bro. When I Mm -hmm. seen him holding that ball at the end of the game, I was like, hell yes. Because that dude has been put through absolute hell all year long. Preston fired up. He was one of the guys bragging on Joe Barry after the game, saying, man, I love the defense he called. Uh, Mixed it up a lot. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's fast forward. Middle late, right? you got a turnover to go with the turnover differential and you set yourself up to score in the middle eight. You guys heard me say turnover differential, middle eight will decide the ball game at like 92, 93% of the time it does. So we come out trying to score right before halftime here. We're going 11 gun, dub nasty, double set two by two. Okay. Nasty because they're inside the numbers. Everybody's split inside the numbers and we're going flex right. Okay. What's that mean? Why flex right? Tucker craft is out here flexed out. Okay. That so sense. that's where he's at now. We're going to go shift right, and we're going to use that to ID man coverage, okay? So, as we go shift right here, right, which is essentially, it's Jaden Reed, it looks like. So, Jaden Reed is going to motion over, look at the guy follow, see him follow. That's how you know, all right, we're in some sort of man coverage here. You see them kind of triggering, they're okay. What are we going to run here? So, with that guy following, they're either trying to trick you into thinking it's man coverage or it's legit man coverage. Nonetheless, what did you just do? You took that guy from the middle of the field right here over, right? Hack so count. where do you want to attack the ball at? Yep. Well, that, the yeah. That's
1: it. Because you, you got the, the safeties off screen there. Um, but you got the four, you got the four box to the R3 triangle, and then you got the two on one up uh, up on the top of the screen there. So
4: Absolutely. yep.
2: And again, your nasty split. What did, what did they just shift to? Bunch mm-hmm. nasty eggs. Bunch nasty X. This is a staple in Matt LaFleur's offense. Bunch nasty X. So we're going to go X comeback, Y climb, Z corner, slot, trail. All right, let's talk about what that means real quick. Your X comeback is just going to be a comeback route to the sideline, okay? Just a little. It's almost like a reverse curl, if you will. You're going to just a, a quick sit to the outside. You're trying to get them to commit deep and then hit a comeback there off the back side. You're going to go Y climb. The Y is just going to run a little climb route across, okay? It's like a crosser, a climb. It's a get open is what I've heard Coach John call it. And you got Z corner, okay? He's going to work the corner. So you're spreading all this out, right? What is slot trail? This is technically your slot with Jaden Reed. What he's going to do is kind of go out and create separation just enough for a little bit of hesitation and then trail everything that's cleared out here from the Y climb, all right? Jordan knows where he's going with the ball. As soon as this guy shifted over, he's attacking right here. And it's just going to be strictly timing. I think he had Tucker in this second window up here. He doesn't even get to it. He just says, I'm going to put the ball into the hands of my playmaker, Jaden Reed. Watch this. See the trail? Bang. Timing. With a guy. Look, look at Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Look at the hands in his face, bro. Look at this. Still makes the throw. Fading backwards, mm-hmm. right on the money. Jaden Reed just does the rest of himself. Look, this reminded me of the old Mike Vick play. Remember when he made the two Vikings run into each other? Yeah. Look at this. Look at these two defenders. Both of them completely underestimating Jaden Reed's quickness out of that break.
1: Yep, yeah, and for those of you Madden fans, that this is the Y trail play that you hit the you know the under the underneath <laughs> guy every single time because it's open. <laughs>
2: yeah. Instead of Y trail, it's slot trail in this yeah, case. Yeah,
1: exactly right. And I
2: guarantee you, Madden got Y trail from real NFL footage. And mm. guess what? These coaches have run Y trail, Y trail, Y trail. Now they're going. You know what? Why don't we go Y climb slot trail? You God, know what? Think. Rather than showing a bunch nasty acts, why don't we come out and dub nasty, then shift a the bunch nasty, and get them that make them have to think a little bit pre-snap, and then hit them with the slot trail. So good stuff there, dude. I remember seeing a wide trail in Madden too, all the time. <laughs> uh, here it is, bang, boom, it up. you're off to the races again. Love watching those defenders hit each other. Look at that. just a little. Look at that little step he put on 44 too. Yep, that right there. Just this little – this is like a veteran receiver move.
4: Yep, if you don't do, yeah.
2: If you don't get him to bite like that, you're not getting in the end zone. And Watch him carry number 44. That's a linebacker, guys. Pretty sure it's a linebacker.
1: Yeah, I think it looks so. Looks like
2: that. he's thick. He's thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> so, there you go, dude. Jaden Reed, here's another really good look at it. Again, to draw it up for you guys, Bo Melton, going to clear it out with a corner, right? you got the Y-climb. And then you've got the slot trail
4: Mm -hmm.
2: across. Beautiful freaking play call. Let's watch it unfold one more time. Look at that. They're copying me. You believe that? (laughs) Here we go. You ready? Let's clear it. Slot trail. Nothing Nothing pretty about it. Just, hey, look, just don't let him get his hands on you. Bang. Make them hit each other. Embarrassed. Ooh, probably separated the shoulder right there from number 20. He
1: was laying there for a second. Just beat the man in front of you. That's it. And Jordan throws another backpedaling off-platform, you know, <laughs> line in his face, and just no problem.
2: Absolutely, man. Jaden Reed just God, he's so smart, man. How blessed are we to have this receiving coordinator? So true. now you're up 23 to 3. Right. At this point, that's when I text you guys and said, hey, post-game show, we're definitely doing one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to watch the fourth quarter. That's what I was thinking in my mind. <laughs> so we come out here. We're up twenty-three to three. This is the fourth down play I was talking about. You see us? We're kind of showing a little shell look back here, right? I know people hate that in the red zone. I don't care. It works. Whenever we get aggressive and put everybody up here, it's amazing how they can run a little a little bunch set or a little uh, a little switch concept and free people up in man coverage. But again, right here we're coming out in a dime two three six. I seen this and I went, "Is this a? This looks like a dime." Okay, what does that mean? Two down linemen, right? There's your two. Dom means six DBs, so two down linemen, three linebackers. But there's something I want you to key in on, and then you got your six. Everybody else is a DB. That Savage down here playing in the box. I'm pretty sure is that Eric Wilson. I may have this no.
1: It, it looks like Savage because you got Nick. Sure. Yeah,
2: seems like every week. Like, yeah, that's Savage. Okay, threat, every week yeah. I get one wrong. But here's what I want you to key in on too. Enigbari, outside linebacker. Van Ness, outside linebacker. What are they doing in three-point stance? Track stance. Are we, are we now allowed to say they're defensive lineman media? Is that okay? <laughs> or are they still linebackers here? This is what Matt LaFleur was talking about. Like, these, your edge defenders, your outside linebackers in the 34 are defensive ends. Most of the time they're standing up. In this case – Hey, let's just put these these, these boys' uh, hand in the dirt or in the turf, I should say, the pellets, and just go at them. All of them in a three-point stance there. We're going two-man under. I could not believe what I was seeing, Amelia. <laughs> this is from the nine-yard line, and we're running two-man under. People are going, what's two-man under? I'm glad you asked. Deep halves, just like cover two, and everyone else is playing man coverage, man coverage, okay, Down here, you got man coverage, man coverage. This is man coverage, but it's what we call spy choice. Remember we talked about green dog blitz? If it was a green dog, then he would be man coverage on this running back. If the running back stayed in, now he's free to blitz. We're running what we call spy choice. He's man coverage on the running back. If the running back stays in and blocks and does not go out in a route anywhere, now he's in a spy. You'll see him snug up right here and take away that line of scrimmage to keep Jaron Reed from running. Okay, yep. and you know, oh, I'm sorry, Jaron Hall.
1: No, and and what that also does is is kind of you know kind of creates a little zone there right around Quay too. So if he's not having to worry about the running back, you know, breaking out, it's kind of like oh, we got a kind of like a little bubble, you know, or a little little rover right there in the in the center.
2: Definitely. So two-man under, keep an eye on the safeties. I feel like the safety kind of cheated a little bit this way, which allowed this safety to cheat more over here. Why are you doing that? Because you've got the hat count on that side of the field with the running back, right, over on that side as well. And then, of course, you've got uh, the tight end on this side. So I just couldn't believe believe my eyes when I was seeing two-man under. Now, typically what that means is it allows these DBs to be more aggressive underneath because they've got safety over the top, right? So, let's watch it unfold here. And this is, like I said, watch the spy. Keying on Quay. This is kind of – this is a fourth and four play. They're going to turn the ball over, and this ball game mm-hmm. is over, right? That's how you – there's your confirmation for man coverage. Yep. You see uh, Keyshawn Nixon following Justin Jefferson here, right? Now, watch Quay. Keying on Quay right here. He's going to run that spy choice. Look at hey, He's on the running back. He's on the running back. The running back staying in. All right, cool. I'm just going to sit right here and spy then. Mm-hmm. See him spying, spying. Now, look. Why did Jaron Reed short-arm this throw? Because of that spy choice. Mm. Joe Barry was in his bag, and I love the fact that people hate it. I love it. So, beautiful play there. Quay, man, like I said, a little spy choice. It was Carl Brooks, too, pushing the pocket.
1: Yep. Get oh, off oh,
2: me. Oh, a little, huh? was, that, was that little Reggie White hunt move? He said Get look, off look, me. Look, look look at Carl mm. You love it, dude.
1: Yeah. When the lineman's butt is towards the end zone, that's a problem. All right. That's He He threw that man and said, Quay, let's sandwich him. No problem.
2: Watch Quay give him that hip check right here. Mm.
1: You can't wrap up nothing. All right, fine. Throw a hip check at him. <laughs> and Justin looks up. Justin looks up for the pet. Come on. No flag. All right. Yeah, you're right.
2: Did you see Anthony Johnson Jr.? A Strat- uh-huh. little Jire Alexander tribute right there. yeah Strat- hit it for City. his man. Uh, he the be back next week. Y'all in trouble. Bang.
4: <laughs> bang.
2: Look at that. Love it, man. Love it. So, again, cover two man spy choice. Man, what we would say two man under, meaning underneath technique because you got safety help over the top. Anthony Johnson Jr. is the reason that ball fell incomplete, too. Helping get a hand on it there. So, you're up 23 to 3, 8.49 left in the third. We finally get a running play. People are going, Clayton, we rushed for 120 yards with Aaron Jones, and you ain't showed one running play. Reason being is because I mean he was just hitting chunks all night like seven yards, ten yards, eight yards, six yards, seven yards all night long. Right? So, uh, it's hard for me to justify showing a seven-yard run on a non-scoring drive. You know what I'm saying? Right. To put yeah. it in. In this case, though, this was a this was a explosive play. I think it was over twenty yards if I remember correctly. I think this was his longest run of the night. We come out in eleven. Ace eleven. Dub nasty. Strong left. Z quick to nasty nub. Get your head out of the gutter. Z-Quick, the nasty nub, and we're basically, it's zone confirmation here, and we're going to go zone run right here, okay? We're going away from the blitz. It's hack count central. Watch this setup right here. Again, we're going from dub nasty. What does that mean? Two by two set with nasty splits, doubles nasty, short. Remove one of the syllable. We say dub nasty, and then they're going to shift over to what we call nasty nub. Watch them over here. Keep the, keep in mind, we're going to motion this guy over, right? And we're going to bring him across and set him up right here, right? So th- the reason it's nub nasty, everybody's still in a nasty split, and you got a nub left look here, okay? okay? So that's that's telling you that there's just a tied-in attached on that side of the field. That's what we call a nub look, okay, tied-in nub. Now watch this. Look at all the hat count on that side. Even though he shifts over, why didn't anybody follow him? Because they're not man coverage, right? I bet Aaron Jones right now is going. Nobody followed him. All these hats over here, and look where where is where is their weight at on their front foot? They're ready to drive down, right? See, look, look, look at his toe back here. These guys are blitzing. These guys are. There's at least two of these guys coming, no doubt about it. So if they're blitzing from the opposite of the play side, and you've got a motion over, and these guys are going to try to get to the next level here, bro. This zone run is set up freaking beautiful. You're running away from the blitz, right? And you got hat count central. So let's watch it here. Let's get it over here before the snap. Look at the hat count, Emilio. Let's divide it. Your center, right? Look at your hat count on this side of the field, bro. You've got including the center, one, two, three, four, five, six on one, two, three, four, five, with a six being roughly 12 yards away from you. Mm-hmm. That's a hat on a hat, which means this guy is uncovered, the running back Aaron Jones. So, look at the blitz coming off the backside. Doesn't even matter. A little cutback. Bang, Bo Melton looking for work. Nobody had, like, a great block on this play. But it's just Aaron Jones with the burst, the quickness. This dude's on fire. I mean, he's averaging over six yards of carry since he came back from the injury. We got yeah. our own Aaron Jones back. Check out this camera view right here, Emilio. I love this look, dude. Mm. Love this. This is what Atlanta showcased on us with B. John Robinson making us look silly. But look at this man! Look at that hat count, bro! Look at that. Love it doesn't that. get any better, dude.
1: You got the two reach. You got the two reaches for for Runyan and Tom, and then Myers gets up and turned, and all the receivers climb and wall off. It's almost like they they set up a punt return, you know, and yeah. and just walled off the the whole side of the defense.
2: Yeah. And Aaron Jones cut back, get through traffic, take it back up the opposite direction. Like, it, just this is just one-on-one. Watch this cut, man. Bang, bang, back oh. up inside. You love to see it. Again, the yeah. blocking wasn't great, but just having the hat count alone puts them on their heels, right? So, that was the the biggest game of the night, I believe, for Aaron Jones, if I remember correctly. So, just a nice little run of it. I'm just, telling you, man, we're
1: and we're, and just another first down that he brought us, you know, just churning them out for us, keeps us in, you know, those those. First, you know, first and tens and then second and shorts, all that stuff. Um stay out of third down as much as we can.
2: Definitely. All right. So final play we're going to show. There's a minute left in the third quarter. We this is the first time all year, Emilio. I can't believe I'm gonna say what I'm about to say. We're not showing a single play in the fourth quarter. That's how big of a blowout it was. That's wild. Yeah. So we're done taking the rest of the night off after the third quarter. Yeah. So we're going 11 gun, bunch nasty X. You're seeing, you're hearing that more and more, right? Here's your bunch nasty X set 11 gun, one running back, one tight end. We're going to go F quick to doubles. What's that mean? Who is your F receiver? Let's identify them real quick. This is your Y. That means opposite your Y on the line of scrimmage has to be your X. That's your X. Okay. Which means the other receiver opposite side would have to be your Z, right? Now, some people would say that's slot, Clayton, that's slot. It isn't because in Matt LaFleur's offense, we've got what we call a flyer, which typically lines up outside of the Z, and he motions over to the other side. If he motions over, is he still the slot? No, he isn't. That's why we refer to him as flyer or F. So we're going to go F quick to doubles. What does that mean? He's going to motion over, F quick to doubles, and it's kind of a stack look, and he's going to set up shop right here. And when I say quick, <clears throat> you notice some plays I say shift, F shift to doubles. That would mean he motions across and comes set before the ball snapped. If it's F quick, it's a quick motion. He never stops moving and the ball snapped as he's moving in motion. Okay. That's the difference between quick motion and shifting. Motion in general and shifting, I've heard it called speed motion. I've heard it called quick motion. I've heard it called pony motion. Uh-huh. And every everybody has to put their own little spin on it to make it confusing for us idiots. Okay. I refer to it as quick though.
1: Right. So, and and it being a quick, it's not like that ID motion that we did earlier. You know, it's not, it's not one where you're sitting there watching them drag them across. You know, if he does run with them, okay, you know that, but it's not like you're sitting there just to try to get that picture.
2: Exactly. And then looking to set up after he after he comes back. You see right. the quick now the ball snapped. All right. So now that we're in our set here, right? you got your doubles, your your nasty dub, what we call, right? Or dub nasty. We're going to go slot cross, Y-flat curl, T-safe. What does T-safe mean? He's staying in and just blocking. It kind of looked like he was going to get out, but he just kind of gets lost in a shuffle, continues to block. That's okay. You know these slot cross sets that we love, right? It's probably the concept that Matt LaFleur runs more than any other concept in his game plan. Slot cross and wolf. They've gotten away from wolf, and lo and behold, everything is opened up. Wolf concept is a, is a curl – corner com uh concept, route combination on one side of the field. All right, with your slot cross, they did it. I always think of Bill Walsh when he says it's the illusion of complexity but simplicity at, at, at the core, right? You're running the same passing concepts over and over and over. You might have a half a dozen that you lean on. Pro- probably, honestly, you probably have three or four that you lean on for 70% of your passing place throughout the season. But you do it out of different looks. In this case, you're going from – Bunch Nasty X, right? But before they shifted from Bunch Nasty X and go F quick to doubles, right, before they did that, do you think there was any chance that they thought they were going to run slot cross from the top of the screen? There's no chance. There's not even enough receivers. Right. Now it comes into play. So with slot cross, what's it going to be? Romeo Dobbs is going to get out here and run that dig. And Bo Melton, I believe it was Bo Melton, yeah, is going to run the crosser. That's your slot cross concept. You just use a different pre-snap motion to get to it. Now we're going Y-flat, right, and then Z-curl, okay? That's your Y-flat curl concept. And then T-safe, of course, is going to stay in. So, again, if you don't use this pre-snap motion, this doesn't happen, right? This is all part of the plan. So in the huddle, I guarantee you, now they've got a numerical system they use, so they probably, you know, it's, it's, it's conveyed way easier in the play call. But 11 gum, bunch nasty X, F quick to dubs, slot cross, Y flat curl, T safe. On three. Ready? Break. Here we <laughs> go. Here we go. Here's your motion. You're going over to dubs. Watch the slot slot cross. You'll see him kind of trail him a little bit. Bo's just climbing. He's climbing. He's climbing. Jordan knows exactly where he's going. Let that fade away. I, this dude is just showing off, bro. Mm-hmm. Watch Jordan right here. Look, he's got the flat for the first down. see it. Yep. He's like, no, man. Let's go ahead and put the dagger in him. Fade away. Look at that throw, dude. I think everyone
1: we play. I think every one of his passes we've shown on here has been off platform. (laughs) This one, this one at least didn't have alignment in his face. But you know, it it was it wasn't. You know, it kind of like ended up being almost a flood concept at the end of that route tree. You know, get everybody kind of rushing to one side. Jordan didn't even need to scramble there though. And uh, you know, like you said, could hit the flat easy. But no, it uh, it all opened right up.
2: And Do you remember when when Jordan Love Matt Lafleur spoke on Jordan Love earlier in the year? Like, what 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 can you do to help Jordan kind of settle in and be more accurate and fix those things? That I think he just needs to go out there and wing it. I think he just yeah. needs to go out there and play.
1: Yep. And now, we're talking we're, about that, right? Like timing, consistency, you know, cohesiveness. All those things have been building through these you know seventeen games that they played. To get them to this point, or sixteen games, whatever, to yeah. so that we're so that we're at this point now, and each time they're just getting better with with a little bit more to add to their plate.
2: Yeah, and now you're seeing the spin cycle throws, you're seeing the fadeaway throws. It's like, all right, go out there and just throw it, man. You've been throwing a football since you were a kid. Let's do it. Right,
1: he does that in practice all the time, but being able to let loose and you know not think, just having your body react to needing to throw it at that time, you know, in in game.
2: Absolutely. So, what they're circling there too is that DB has got to now he's got to acknowledge Dobbs. See him get outside now. Now, you got a free release for Melton. He don't have to worry about putting a move on. It's just get open, climb, climb, bang. He's like, please throw me the ball. 10, mm-hmm. <laughs> running butt naked through the trailer park. You mm. love to see it. So, that was it, man. Bo Melton's coming out. Party two. We had to get the Bo Melton touchdown in there. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we didn't show a single play in the fourth quarter, man. I'm so proud of that, bro. That is awesome. so proud of it. So uh, anything you want to add? Oh, we got 99 people in here, man. We got 289 comments, which means the stream didn't go down.
1: No, it was popping the whole time. I was going to stop you a couple times. We hit 100 a couple times uh, live there to have them hit the like button before they all left. But
2: (laughs) I love it, dude. Love it. If you guys would, yeah, hit that like button for us now. Um, we appreciate that way Packer fans can find this, uh, find this channel, find this content. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Emilio, what stood out to you, man? What's the first thing that comes to mind after we watched all that tape? Any offense, defense? What's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Progression. You know, what we, I'm now that I've said it, I want to go back and probably watch it either tonight or tomorrow sometime. Uh, that I want to go back and watch that first Bears Chalk Talk just to see where we were. You know, it was a good game, we came out, scored a lot of points. I just want to see what the team looks like. Like Matt said in some of his uh some of his interview, I think it was Matt or Jordan. You know, the offensive line has, has honestly kind of played a little bit better as a whole. You know, we've they've yeah. been they've been showing up a little bit better. The run game, the run blocking was was there. We we saw it in that game. You know, some of it was some of it was Aaron Jones, some of it was a perfect call at the right time to the opposite side of a blitz, and it opens right up. So um it's really that they're just kind of humming on all cylinders, and it's just exciting to see. Matt says there's a lot of potential for this team. And we have no idea what what that is. So um, it'll be cool to see what they can actually climb to, especially just giving them you know 16 games in season to learn from. What's going to happen in the off season when you know they're all hitting they're all hitting the book now? What's going to happen when they're all working and hitting the book together? Um, then,
2: yeah, sure. Jeff Silk in the chat said, chalk talk, "Chalk talk is so much fun." We appreciate you, Jeff. Appreciate you hanging out with us, buddy. I like this right here. This is the reason we didn't get any likes. Paul Robertson said Joe Barry says hit the like button. Everybody went, oh Joe Barry. Ain't yeah. the like
1: they were all they were all having a good conversation there in the back though. I, I know that they, they got talking about some they were just all over the place on their conversation.
2: <laughs> Donovan in the chat says one thing. <laughs> you love to see it. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this thing up, Amelia?
1: No man, appreciate appreciate uh, appreciate the fans, appreciate everyone listening, watching, hanging in here today. Um, you know, we we get to see it. I'm happy we we got it under 10 plays. We got it done uh, just about within the hour. I would say we went over the uh, injury report and we got the Bears coming up this weekend to to get into the playoffs. So it's yeah. uh it's time. This is what the what what Jordan say. This is what you played for. This is what you worked your whole life for. You know, it it couldn't. It doesn't have to be the Super Bowl. This right. could be our Super Bowl, right? You know, everything they've worked for, they got paid. They got through the, they got through college. They got through the draft. You know, they didn't get drafted. They got signed. You know, you're playing for one of the thirty-two. It's uh, it's game time. Yeah, man.
2: I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Can be cold weather at Lambeau. Packers Bears oldest rivalry in the in the NFL playoffs on the line for us. This is their Super Bowl. They they would love nothing more than to try to knock us out of playoff contention. Um, yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow morning, as well as we're going to break down um, the Chicago Bears' tendencies. We're going to show their offensive identity, their defensive identity, that they run a lot of middle field open, middle field close, are they playing man, are they playing zone, where are their EPA rankings we will show their offensive personnel sets, kind of t- cover all the bases in the morning. So it's going to be a little bit of a Bears preview. And if everything goes as planned and I can get them, we'll get Paul Breddle on tomorrow night to talk man. a little Bears-Packers preview. And uh, we'll just kind of keep hitting the injury report. I'm glad we got that in on the front side of the show too. Paul Robertson in the chat says, Joe Barry, who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I
1: am. People, uh, they were saying in the chat that was Joe Barry right after the game, you know, walked off, <laughs> gets a game ball. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. hey, Joe Barry said, Matt, how awesome is it, man? I'm going to be your assistant. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to be your defensive coordinator next year. And you know Matt responded with,
0: You can call me anything you want, but don't call me that.
2: <laughs> That's there it goes. Dylan, thank you so much for becoming a, a a member, a YouTube member of the PTA Posse. Appreciate you, buddy. We'll make sure we put your name into the drawing to uh, uh, this Sunday evening during the postgame show to win an autographed David Bottiari jersey. We appreciate you, man, for sure. Um, Omar, see, it's just turning into total request line. Yeah. Talk Talk was supposed to be the only show of the week where we talk serious. And not yeah. Informative. now we're getting all these people with the special requesters. So we got to hit it for them. Omer says, I need to hear some of that John Deere Green. It's
4: John Deere Green.
1: On a hot summer night, he hero Billy Bob love Charlene. 6 miles an hour on the harvester man nothing better than that. Nothing
2: right better man. man. You got time to adjust the cap. Oh. You should be go, bro. You're ready. Uh let's see here. Jeff in the chat said I love the show. It's a daily event for me. I look forward to seeing it. I'll tell you what man, we look forward to doing it. Um For sure. Yeah, we talked about it. Listen, I don't want to bore everybody with saying it every week, but it, it it's just really cool to get connected with awesome packer fans and we do a good job monitoring it. We being you guys in the chat. We get a knucklehead in here. I get a message and email. Hey, look out for so and so. He's being a jackass in the chat. And we'll block him next time. We keep it respectful in here and just have a good time. So mm-hmm. um good stuff. Yeah, Dylan. Welcome to the welcome to the crew, man. Appreciate you, buddy, for sure. Let's see. We got a super chat from Joe R X. Says, I hope Joe Barry gets another game ball this Sunday. LFG. How cool would that be?
4: Yeah.
2: You well, we talk about creating some turmoil though. Oh, Emilio. Mm-hmm. If we come out in somehow, some way hold the Bears to like three points or 10 points. Everybody's gonna be going, Damn, is he coming back? Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna start getting shaky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And all the all the people that wanted us to go, you know, five wins and, and get like top five in the draft. You all you don't have to watch the game this weekend. You know, you, you can just you can just check updates on ESPN or something. We don't it's fine. You know, if if you're really that worried about it. But uh, it's it's awesome to see, man. And it would be great. Joe gets another game ball, man. What's the limit? What's the limit in the playoffs? He starts he right. starts putting him on a run. It's over.
2: You know, people were going, Well, what's he done in the playoffs? Oh, I don't know. He held San Francisco to three points in the NFC championship and somehow. What
1: was that? A special teams mistake? Am I yeah. right? You know? So-
2: yeah. I mean it was yeah. Anyway, we're going to get hate mail for this. All right. Dynama said he'll be freaking out. I will be too, man. So, uh, again, just want to give a special shout-out to everybody, Trevor Anderson and Dylan Bergen, uh, becoming members of the PTA Posse here, YouTube members on the channel. If you're interested in that, just click on our homepage, click join, and that will enter you into contests to win autograph memorabilia moving forward. Just a way to for us to thank you guys for supporting us uh, throughout the throughout the year and and just helping uh, kind of make things go a little smoother. United Bates. And Joe RX, thank you too so much for the super chat. We appreciate mm-hmm. y'all supporting
1: us. And Jeff just hopped on. See that new Found member, it? Jeff. Appreciate you, Jeff. Hey, he, he talking about it's how, it's how he, he look forward to man. it every day, my man. Appreciate. And, and you,
2: you see his profile pic too. That's that autographed Dorsey Levin's jersey he won on here. He said, "You know what? Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and re up that membership. I'm gonna give me a box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go two <laughs> for two. And that's
4: he
2: That's the rule here too. Like you can win it multiple times. If, if your name hits on the spinner there on the, on the wheel, I encourage people to maybe give one away if that happens, but we can't force you to because right. otherwise what's the benefit. Country, benefit? Right? Yeah, exactly. I do want to do this real quick. Give a shout out. We appreciate them. my uh, bet. U S is the official sports book of Packers total access. We appreciate them supporting us and supporting the channel. If you guys want to support the channel in another way, that costs $0, dollars just click on the YouTube YouTube video description here. The link in the description, I should say, you'll see a link to Bet US. By using that link, if you register for free as a customer, it lets Bet US know that we sent you to them. And of course, if you're looking for a really cool gambling interface, you want to put a little bit of little bit of change on the game, whether it's the the spread or a prop bet or what have you put a parlay together. They got all that cool stuff going. Uh, We appreciate bet U S like I said, becoming the official sports book of Packers total access. I know the green line early, the early line here, according to PFF and the market, the Packers are three point favorites as it sits right now. I'm sure that'll shift a little bit as we get more injury news throughout the week. Um, So we'll keep our eye on that too. But again, that's bet U S they're America's favorite sports book been in business since 1994 celebrating their 30th year in business. We appreciate them partnering up. So, with that being said, guys, we're going to get out of here again. Thank you, United Bates. Thank you, Joe Rx, for the super chats. Thank you, Jeff Silke, uh, Dylan Bergen, and Trevor Anderson for becoming members of the channel. We will see you guys in the morning for Good Morning Lambo. For those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world and go back up. To-
0: the power sweep. Actually, it's the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. Yes, our Y-n or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet to get an isolation with the, uh, with the linebacker. Tell the tackle to take the defensive end if he's over him. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the Y-n has the linebacker here, he comes all the way around. If you look at this way, where we're trying to get him to seal here, and a seal here. Try to run this place in the alley.